0: Are you guys ready up there? All right. All right, quiet on the set. back to another episode of adventures in movies my name is nathaniel muir and i am the movie editor at aipt joining me on these ongoing adventures is the host who looks great in a beret
1: that is me i once dressed up as Che Guevara. i am danny <laughs> wow now that you say that shit
2: that's gotta that had to have been pretty close <laughs> oh plenty. yeah and i'm blake yeah hello oh
0: uh, yeah our, our, our very own uh, high plains drifter oh shit oh. Dude, whoa.
2: Best one yet. I'm a ghost cowboy. I'm gonna fucking murder your whole town. Watch out.
0: <laughs> by the way, everyone, we uh recently did a, a segment you can see quick and dirty on um YouTube on the, the decline of the western. It's getting a lot of views. Check it out. See what the what the hubbub is about. <laughs> What's that all about? <laughs> Cause I sure as hell don't know when I was
2: there. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I think it was my idea. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Oh, doing, fuck.
0: doing pretty good.
2: I'm just keeping on, keeping
0: on.
2: Yeah. Let's not even talk about the weather. Man.
0: That that's how bad it is. Yeah. No weather talk this, week. but yeah. uh, we'll we'll talk about an important part. I think of all of our childhoods, a uh, blockbuster um el paso has uh is it the last one or is there one in alaska or is el paso of the very last blockbuster yeah i think it's like yep. alaska or somewhere it's, up
1: there. it's actually oregon this oregon, oregon. oregon.
0: Uh, okay i yeah i knew it was in some place that i'll never want to go to <laughs> <laughs> so um i uh i heard about this and i thought it was a joke and uh i still got it wrong but anyway uh there's some news with the blockbuster in El Paso, there, right? Or is it the one in El Paso?
1: No, actually, El Paso lost theirs a couple of years back. I thought so. The did. La- the yeah, the very last one is in Deschutes or County, Oregon. They have the they're very a last brewery up there, by the way. Yeah, I really like the brewery. Uh, so they're they're the I guess the owner of this uh, last blockbuster it teamed up with Airbnb uh, for one weekend only on the 17th. So that I think that's. What is that? That this, this, this Saturday weekend. when you're listening to this? this weekend, yeah. yeah, this weekend. Uh, if you're listening to it, uh, try to rent the, the three day weekend as much as you want. Actually, it's not as much as the, you want, but uh, it's going to be for kindergarten. <laughs> well, it's, the cool thing about it is like they're going to have retro games. They're going to have VH, VHS, uh, VCRs. Like I was going to say, vc Gotcha. Got it. Damn it. Whatever they're gonna have old tape players, uh, and it's all gonna be four nights a four night stay, a four dollars four dollars per night to stay there. Four bucks? Four bucks? Dude, that's cheaper than staying in my own apartment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I was gonna say shit. uh, The way plane tickets are right now, I might fly up there. I mean, (laughs) four dollars a night, and I guess this is all inclusive.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is going to be. I'm talking there. Michael
0: <laughs> Scott style. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Sorry, uh, oh. <laughs> so, because we do live in the COVID times, uh, so there's going to be three different, I guess, bubbles. Uh, and yeah, you, you have uh, so three rooms will be rented out for, I think, parties of four or, or, or something like that. But uh, yeah, this is going to be. half per person per night. Uh, no, $4 per night. Per group, per group. Shit, they don't give a fuck, huh? They're just yeah. Go-go. They're they're making money. That's what it was, they it's. Are? There's well, there's no really they are. No way they're make... making money. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Money. Like, how are
0: they making money? Like,
1: well, yeah, whatever. I they're. Don't know it, I don't know either. Yeah, I, they're gonna, know... gonna make like they're gonna make like twenty eight bucks. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> but it's gonna have late.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be negative two hundred twenty dollars. <laughs> All
2: the late fees. Danny, he was getting to it. There's gotta be late fees.
0: <laughs> so uh, so four dollars per group. Three groups, you said, and it's per night, so that's twelve dollars for. So it's like roughly fifty dollars.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, that's pretty. I mean, that's that's interesting. That's super. And then, are they going to demolish it afterwards, or what are they (laughs) going to do? No, no,
1: you know, they they haven't said anything. And Blake, Uh, (laughs) like, we were texting about it, and Blake said, "Well, it's no longer a blockbuster." So I was like, "You know what? Let me do more research." It looks like it's just it's going to go back to being a regular blockbuster right after that. So for one weekend in September, it's gonna be a I guess an Airbnb, and if it's successful enough, I
0: guess it'll do it every once in a while. Yeah. I,
1: I literally want like a portable bathroom,
2: like in the corner, and I just want to post up <laughs> on a cot, like in the horror aisle, so I can like look at all the <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh no shit! Yeah.
0: So do you get to wa- so they have all the stuff there? So you get to watch whatever you want while you're there.
2: Yeah. Dang! So you unlimited know, movie
0: viewing fuck. while you're there. Mm -hmm. you know what i think i would just wander around and just look at all the vhs covers yeah like that was like such an awesome part of going through how old are
2: we we're talking we're talking about like it's vhs like it would definitely still be dvds
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you know what the crazy thing is so um i've been watching seinfeld and i'm in season five or six now they were talking about how and that's probably what 92 93
2: yeah they
0: were talking about how difficult it was to get ketchup out of a bottle and they were talking about how ketchup shouldn't be in squeezable bottles, but mustard has a squeezable texture to it. How crazy is that? I thought by the 90s they had squeezable ketchup <laughs> bottles.
2: No, bro, you got to hit the 57 on the 57. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Bam. 45 degree angle, hit the 50, 50, 50, 50, 57. You'll be good. It's just so weird guys. that
0: like, like it seems like it was around in the 90s.
2: Fuck, it does honestly everything seems like it was in the 90s like, I,
1: well squeezable yeah. ketchup had to be like late 90s it had to be because we had the crazy fucking flavors oh jesus christ we were oh mayo
2: meals. chip yeah Bar-
1: barbecue yeah. chip uh, yeah something like that like the whole like ketchup f- mustard thing that we are getting again Dude, i've been
2: mixing mayo and shit for years bring it
0: on
1: <laughs>
2: bring it on
0: the uh, that and that's always mixing mayo and whatever. That's whatever's crazy sauce.
2: That's a sauce. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's what, do you what think it is. Thousand Island like. came from.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like hey, you want Pat Pat's crazy sauce, Money's <laughs> and Kool-Aid. There you go. Oh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, so you know what I do think we were talking about like the lack of money. This endeavor we'll get, but if it's gonna be a blockbuster afterwards, it's actually it's the whole um, spend a little money to make a lot of money. Yeah. It's actually a good marketing ploy. So Totally.
2: I'm just waiting for Hollywood Video to open their Swingers Club. That'll be good.
0: <laughs> they don't really be like Hollywood. <laughs>
2: <Exactly>. <laughs> so, Does that remember uh, Phoenix's corpse
1: in the corner? <laughs> oh! You said
2: Hollywood, oh. not the life. Oh, yeah. sorry. Well, that's... It. Uh, anyway.
0: This week, um, if you uh, go to the site... Actually, you've probably uh, noticed that uh, we were covering Fantasia, the Fantasia Film Festival, all virtual this year. So uh, if you're a fan of genre cinema, then this is the biggest genre film festival in North America. Um, if you're a fan of genre film, chances are, I think the big movie that's going to be there is uh, Shakespeare Shitstorm. Um, if you're a fan of genre cinema, then you have to be familiar with is Lloyd that's Kaufman. Is that
2: Shakespeare in Love?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shakespeare, no, that, that's uh, Shakespeare in Love. Oh, um, Shakespeare. Excuse me. <laughs> um, so uh, I think we've all seen Romeo and Juliet, right? Yes. Yes. How excited would you be to see another take on uh, The Bard by Troma?
2: Oh, sign me up.
0: There's nothing like, Troma can, can't do that I want. Yeah,
1: I, it would be fun.
0: I'm ex- super excited to see. It's like uh, their their adaptation of uh, Tromeo and Juliet is, uh, we were talking about this earlier, surprisingly faithful. Considering uh, all the nudity and violence and just normal (laughs) troba stuff that they have in it.
2: As a literature Uh, major, (laughs) I'm happy to say.
0: I'm thinking that uh, uh, Lloyd Kaufman, I believe he graduated from Yale. I'm very interested to see uh, uh, his take on, on Shakespeare. I'm not the biggest Shakespeare fan. But, you know, like it's one of those things that you study and you've read about and you've learned or you've seen one adaptation or another, some one version of it or another. So I'd love to see his version of The Tempest.
1: Ooh, what
2: uh, is ooh, the Tempest? Oh, Midsummer Night's Green, I, dude. That's... I think that
1: would be a I think The Tempest would be the great one. Is it uh, also I would like to see a weird version of uh, Merchant of Venice?
2: Uh, no, I just wanted to do the, the most uh, benign and straightforward cut of King Lear. Let's just do that. Oh, like six and a half hours or
0: something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, King Lear is a... (laughs) That took a a while to sink in. Yeah, because I was thinking of King Richard, and I was like, oh, there's that awesome speech in it. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's King Lear. (laughs) Oh, yeah, King Lear, yeah. I'm, can. i like, done Troma style?
2: King Toxie, yeah. (laughs) King Toxie?
0: well he was that makes sense because uh he was citizen toxic, so he's uh moved on and exactly. now he's moved king up. of trauma. um also and uh, there's a lot of good stuff coming out of um of fantasia there's a uh, monster seafood wars there's uh the follow-up to the strangers it's not a sequel but uh, it's called the dark and the wicked uh, a movie called under gods which is a anthology set in the future like i mean there's hundreds and hundred, not, not hundreds and hundreds there's like uh, I think 100 movies they're going to be showing there um Mortuary Collection which is uh, another anthology by Ryan Spindle that's going to be there but uh it's not if you're a genre fan um all the stuff all the panels are going to be free on YouTube and Facebook uh the movies themselves they are geo-blocked to Canada as of right now but they'll be in America over the course of the next few weeks and months but definitely definitely if you have a chance check out these movies and definitely follow the site because we have a lot of coverage and uh, hopefully some interesting interviews coming up from uh, Fantasia Um, this week what you need to know and uh, it's what we say everything we say is what you need to know but we had something a little bit I guess special or we kind of change it on the fly right sure yeah (laughs) So, uh, surprising movie titles is what we wanted to do. Uh, Blake, you saw something that might make people think one thing when you hear the title, but it's something totally different.
2: Uh, I did. So, La Llorona. Um, if you're familiar with the... It's a Mexican folklore, is that right, Danny? Uh, specifically yeah. from Mexico. Yes. Um, the Wailing Woman, uh, which is kind of like a... Uh, it's more it's more like a it's a tragic story uh, the original folklore is a tragic uh, a woman's children drown in the uh, in the river she commits suicide within the river and then uh, her spirit kind of haunts the river banks now is this is this Danny refresh my memory is this more of like a uh, harbinger of doom is it a protector of like children on the ditch bank like hey mis hijos don't go into the water. Or is it like, are is she supposed to lure you into the water? Wh- which yeah. one of those? Is she's it? she's luring. She's your, luring. Yeah. So, so she's a real bitch. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so this is actually a different and I would say highly creative take on that. And uh, the reason this is in this is you know La Llorona. You would think of uh, the Bloomhouse production that was re- that recently came out, which honestly I didn't hate. It's definitely uh, like american cinema la Llorona take on the whole thing and yeah and
0: it's, it's it's obnoxious it,
2: it is it is but i while i i wasn't unentertained by it i actually did i was entertained by it I'd to, say,
0: yeah that's a great way to put it
2: right but uh this this has much more um uh thought and uh depth and so this is um i'm gonna pull up the uh little page here on it so Um, you, you get the impression this takes place in either, uh, deep Mexico or Central America with a, uh, I guess the, the main character is more or less like a, a, a general, uh, a a military general. And, um, and I guess in Mexico, the, uh, I don't guess, I know that the, uh, the indigenous people of Mexico, you know, throughout for years. Ages and ages. Uh, with our time traveling conquistador on our YouTube thing, we saw a little bit of this. But uh, sub- uh, subjugated, uh, not treated very well, and um, uh, treated less than less than the normal person. I would say the indigenous people, and th- this kind of goes right. out of its way to highlight that. And um, so you can kind of get where I'm going with the new take on Leonona. It's uh, it's kind of a vengeful spirit kind of action. And um, yes i really don't want to give anything away because i think there's some beautiful imagery um some really gripping storytelling uh great acting uh, and just uh, overall a really uh enjoyable experience as dark as it was it was a uh, it was it was very easy to get on board with uh, what this movie was trying to convey and so yeah totally unexpected um I, I guess the the reason I watched this Pat, is cuz of you. you you said, you know, you recommended it. I may have seen one thing on Twitter that was like, hey, I kind of highly recommend this thing. So, you know, I gave it a gave it a shot and I couldn't be I couldn't be more happy with it. Uh, it's a 2020 production. It's an hour and 30 minutes long. Really digestible and uh thought-provoking.
0: Yeah, it's really good stuff and um it's a uh, it's in a uh, from Guatemala actually is where Guatemala,
2: takes... okay. So, essentially, yeah,
0: yeah, Central yeah. Uh, yeah, and and you're right. It has to do with uh, the general of the Guatemalan army. Um it involves uh, some uh, – well, it's based on true events, and the general yeah. is actually a real character. Uh, oh, was that Based cool? on a real character. Uh, names are changed to protect the not-so-innocent, but <laughs> <laughs> the uh, it has to do with what the Guatemalan army did to the indigenous people of Guatemala. And it's a very, very creative take on, um, on uh, the – tale that we're familiar with things too. Well, if you didn't already know it from where you live or heard of, then definitely from the Bloomhouse version of it, it's <laughs> completely different. Very creative. It's scary in its own way, but it's scary in um it's yeah, like Blake said, it's hard you don't want to give too much away about it, but it's a very personal story.
2: It is. And and, and the way it's scary is not your conventional horror movie way of being scary. It's
0: uh very unique. Oh, it, cool. yeah, it's very it's very uh, for lack of a better term, it's very human. <laughs> yeah. Which is, uh, yeah, when you think of that that particular story, it, it has it conjures up a particular picture, um, and you don't think of yeah, uh, you think of scares and jump scares and some creatures jumping out of the shadows and being dragged into dark pools of liquid and stuff. But mm-hmm. now this is a very down to earth, uh, beautiful imagery. Yeah, very oh. beautifully
2: shot. Like wonderfully shot.
0: And and some of the things that are and this isn't a spoiler or anything, but the uh, indigenous people, so just the dress that they the uh, what they oh, wear, man. even that is frightening in its own way. The way it's shot, like, um, yeah, it's it's a very impactful movie, very it, emotional. It is, movie. and I would
2: even say that the casting for the indigenous characters in in the movie are are 100% believable and spot on. Like it, it was it was really done uh without I don't know how to say this, but like there there was uh you could see the divide within like the class within the casting. You know what I mean? What they were trying to do um via imagery was highly effective because the one group of people look like this and the one group of people look like this. It, you know what I mean? So it was uh it, it was super effective.
0: It's good and also it, I think it has a very cool subtext of, um, so there, there are the, there are the, there's some elements to it that are kind of traditional horror, but it also has the, I, I, at least I got the subtext of like women hating women, which I think is a very interesting take to have in this, just the whole situation. It, it's a very good story. Um, it is topical. Um, it has a very strong social, social message. But um it doesn't go over the top in it's in in that aspect of I mean it, it'll it'll scare you it'll mm-hmm. genuinely scare you it's but not for the reasons the title would make you think that <laughs> it's not that kind of horror movie but definitely definitely worth your time. Um, what about you Danny? what title totally threw you off?
1: Jeez well, it ain't gonna be the the because I still haven't seen that and that sounds really fucking interesting as hell Check like, it out. I like it. yeah like when i want i wanted to make a stupid joke about like ghostwriter because he's sp- said uh spirit of vengeance but then as you guys were like just talking about it i was like no wait like this sounds really fucking good no i could have
2: totally seen Nicolas cage in this movie Don't, you <laughs>
1: about? uh you know i i had to go with like the netflix adam Sandler movies uh, you know how he had to contract for a while for he was just going to be making um netflix movies for a bit and i i guess i doubled down on the week of with uh, adam sounder and chris rock mostly i saw it because of chris rock and you know it's not a bad film it's the better i guess i I, and i want to say this because not seeing i think i only saw parts of the ridiculous six but this is uh the week of it's about two fathers uh with completely different personalities they are coming together because their children are going to get married, and now they're the 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 two separate families are being I guess living together in a hotel, and it, it's just like this or I'm sorry in one whole room I think, and it, it's just like this weird like uh, what's that show called that I can't remember now, the Odd Couple type of stuff, and it, you know it's not. I'm not saying it's like the greatest movie out there, but it's the best of the Netflix films, and I was thoroughly surprised with it. Uh, I mean, it's no Yorona, but uh, it's a better Adam Sandler film <laughs> in the last couple of years. So, what what
2: what would you say about this makes it uh, like uh, a, a click above the rest of his kind of his kind of stuff?
1: You know, like for a while, and I think because we we all can agree that Adam Sandler is not has not been the same. I think. It hasn't really been hitting the same kind of like levels, and where he's more charming, I think, in this movie, where it's not obnoxiously like uh, being overdone, like being too Adam Sandler. I guess I don't know if that that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> no, you could definitely
2: be too Adam Sandler. That yeah, sounds. like
1: I yeah. mean, it's it's not like it's not like Billy Madison, it's not like uh, Happy Gilmore, but it's not fucking uncut gems, you know, where okay. it's a, a dramatic. It's just normal like almost romantic comedy adam sandler uh okay. and i and i feel like that's more appealing to i guess a greater audience oh well that's not us i guess uh <laughs> stoner comedies and all that stuff but i feel like this worked so well to see adam sandler and chris rock being adult. how's rock i, I haven't seen Rock uh, in something in a while man
2: he's uh top
0: really five good. is really I, good yeah he's he's been consistent man.
1: i love rock yeah he's yeah like, he needs to be in way more stuff yeah he and Mm-hmm. I I completely agree and this is the reason why I actually watched watch it because of Chris Rock and he to me you know is is the star of the of the whole movie like yeah. to like you know even it has like heavy hitters like well this is weird to say like Rachel Gratch and Steve Buscemi <laughs> but I can... guess. <laughs> but it 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 works in it works for the, what the movie's supposed to be. I think it it was more charming than you know, whatever he has, he's coming out with, like David Spade, or whatever terrible movie he's making with like S- Nick Swartzen, or whatever. You know, <laughs> real
2: real quick, what's your guy's favorite Adam Sandler role? I
0: yeah, mean, role. If you go with yeah. role, then it's the 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 uh the cheap Halloween costumes. <laughs> <laughs> crazy A
1: plant coming out of the arm guy.
0: <laughs> I'm crazy tennis shoe on hand guy.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Gap Gap girl. Uh, yeah, are funny too. Oh. um i mean going
0: movies no, movies, say happy,
1: movies happy
2: gilmore i mean that's uh... happy gilmore is amazing yeah, yeah yeah danny uh wedding singer yeah i'm with you wedding singer i think yeah, he's most he's, he's he's his most charming yeah
0: yeah that's before he's obnoxious so yeah <laughs>
2: um
0: i saw two movies that are in the same vein but uh they completely fooled me um Uncle Peckerhead, I talked about this. It's a horror comedy. So you immediately know you're going to get, like, the corny jokes and crazy gore and splatter and very little plot and character development. But it'll probably be really, really fun. Um, and it does have the corny jokes. And it does have a lot of what's pretty, very gory. But it, it it's at its heart, it's a story about friends and friendship and the idea of how much you would give up to be a success in life like like morality which is really really it's actually very well done in this movie but it's absolutely not what you would expect from a movie called Uncle Peckerhead and uh, then I saw another horror comedy called Gutterballs and oh this is a
2: oh my god you've the seen the old it? one
0: from 88 maybe or maybe early 90s
2: i think it's in the 90s it's there there let me put it this way there is a Bowling pin rape scene?
0: Yes, yes. That yeah, one. Okay. Seen
2: that so, one.
0: that movie, like, it's called Gutter Balls. It's about these groups of high school students that are going to have a bowling party at night or something like that. So, you're thinking, like, okay, like, so there's going to be a crazy killer and there's going to be these awesome creative deaths and it's going to be super cool. And, well, I mean, Blake pretty much said it. Like, within the first, I don't know, 10 minutes, there's just a uh... disgusting and incredibly long rape scene. That's completely played for... To me, it was played for laughs. Like It's a violent scene, but the guys are joking around. But at the same time, they're saying really shitty things. And yeah, it ends with uh, a bowling It's done pin. without
2: tact. It's done without it's,
0: tact. It, it's glamorized. Yeah, They no. completely eroticized rape in this yeah, movie. Yeah, Ryan
2: Nicholson, that's the writer and director. That guy can go fucking take a long walk off a short pier. Fuck that guy.
0: Horrible, horrible, horrible. And I'm thinking, okay, Gutterball, stupid name the premise like it's about you know a maniac in a bowling alley at night who's mm-hmm. going to kill high school kids okay cool like something out of the 80s that's really stupid or, or, or an homage to the 80s that's stupid and probably really fun and disgusting and it really really quickly it turns you off bad mm-hmm. and there's there's no way you can redeem it at all but it doesn't try either it it, it I don't I don't know if it gets worse but uh, I mean, there's another. There's actually another rape scene in it. The the dude gets sodomized. It's there's uh, nothing. It,
1: what the fuck? It, yeah. just, this sounds like.
2: Well, how, let me ask you. How did how did you come around to watching this?
0: Um, I got the I got a screener for it. I got the <laughs> yeah. good. Well, I requested it. Money like, for it. Okay. I, I I requested it because I saw like it was. Uh, it says horror comedy set in a, a group of teens in a bowling alley. And they're trapped with a maniac, is essentially what it said. So I was like, okay, cool. Like um, This won't be the greatest thing that I've ever seen in my life, but I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun. And then um, when I got the DVD, it said on it um, something about um, a story of rape turns into vengeance or something like that. And I was like, huh, that's not quite what I expected. But, you know, like, it's not the first horror movie to have rape in it, right? I mean, like... Like I spit on your grave and last house on the I've seen those movies and stuff. So I mean, how much worse can it be? You think, right? Uh, this one is just well, like Blake said, there's no tact at all. It's it's one of the I mean, not that I've seen a whole lot of movies this year, um, or it, it's easily like the most disgusting scene I've seen. Like it really really pissed me off watching it. And I never, I mean, I've seen really shitty movies and I see stuff that's really boring, but. I never get pissed when I'm watching a movie, but yeah, this one was just like, and you know, it's one of those that totally fooled me. Like I thought it was going to be this stupid horror comedy. Cause there's, they're a dime a dozen, you know, and they're, yeah, this is it just, it could have been, it could have been, but yeah, it's a cool setup. Like, I mean, and the killer has a, he's a funny, or they're funny. And the, I mean, there's some creative kills in it, but you just can't get caught up in it. Like at all. Like the rape scene, just, I mean, it's, it's immediate it takes forever they sensationalize it and that's it like yeah. there, there's no coming back from me that's it's it's just burned into your brain but
1: so I'm sure like Pablo would want to see this
0: <laughs> i don't know I, I didn't know he was into that kind of stuff but...
1: what was the movie that he wanted to make us watch uh was it meters uh, Matrior or whatever
0: oh Mar- oh martyrs,
1: Mart- martyrs oh yes. martyrs, yeah.
0: martyrs is a good movie though
2: yeah, so Martyrs, while it's excruciating to watch, it actually is a good movie. This movie is excruciating to watch, and it is a terrible movie. Yeah, it's true. Oh, tra- okay. Martyrs,
0: Martyrs is a no. I haven't seen the American remake, so I, I can't. No, speak I haven't
2: to either, that. and I won't.
0: But no, I won't <laughs> either. But the 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 original, the French, it's it's very good, and it, it's it's a very cool. Um, and actually, you know what? That kind of fits into our not so much the title doesn't throw like the title could mean anything really, but the actual premise of it. It totally. Um, it starts off with these two women who, they're breaking into a house and they're both uh, orphans, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And uh, one of them, um, I think they're, I think they're trying to get revenge. One of them's trying to get revenge on their parents or something like that. And then it pretty much turns who you think is the main character ends up not being the main character, and really? the story just goes off into this crazy. Direction.
2: Well, they're, they're gonna, they're they're there to like rob the house, basically. I yeah, think. they're they yeah. 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 Mm.
0: It's no, that's that's actually a very, very good movie. Uh I would I would suggest it actually. I would uh definitely be prepared. <laughs> yeah, not for the faint
2: of heart. It's a very good movie, but it's a very disturbing movie. Um yeah. Gutter Gutter Balls is not it's not it tried to be clever and like the thing that made me mad, Pat, is that it's like how fucking clever they thought they were. Right, like oh, yeah. you could you could tell they thought they were oh we're fucking hilarious and we're edgy.
0: Fuck edgy, you. yeah. Fuck exactly. you with that
2: movie. Fuck
0: that. Whereas Martyrs was kind of in that French uh the art house. I mean, that, it's still uh, that, artsy
2: yeah. yeah,
0: with with the, when like what Inside came out, and I think Irreversible came out around that same time. Like yeah. all those like extreme horror movies came out. Right. This one, yeah, you're right. Just Trying to be edgy, like we're 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 gonna push it to limits that people are too afraid to go. It's like mm-hmm. it's not people aren't too afraid to go there. It's just there's no merit in going there. Yeah, it's what not no very one, tasteful. Yeah, no one wants to go there. That's, yeah, no one, I- that's <laughs> what it is. Like anybody can do it, obviously, because you did it and you suck. Yeah. <laughs> Put that uh, on your DVD cover, you yeah, fucker. <laughs> The uh, yeah gutter balls like do not be fooled by by the uh, the, the the stuff on the back about it being a, a horror comedy because there's nothing funny about it, and the horror is in how it make you want to gouge your eyes out for real. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Peckerhead, don't let that stupid title fool you because you're gonna think like, oh my god, this is so silly and there's no point to it. Actually, a very strong story about friendship and what you will do to succeed in life so <laughs> Don't my call me. <laughs> <laughs> right you it's something that uh that uh what's his name wayne would have called kevin on the wonder years like oh. right, after, <laughs> right after he called him scrote he would start calling him peckerhead yeah.
2: <laughs> scrote <laughs>
0: <laughs> one of my favorites uh, so uh, oh. this week and this month, we're going to talk about um, good directors that have done bad movies. So, for us, this is this is uncharted territory for us, if you think about it. Oh, yeah. Like, we don't really get into the technical. Like, we'll talk about pacing sometimes. And, like, we were talking about beautifully shot images. and But we don't really talk about the technical side of directors, like, ever, I don't think. No. So, we're no. really going to... This is uncharted territory for us, so... Let's hope we don't mess it up too bad here. So, uh, <laughs> this week, uh, Danny had a really cool suggestion. We're gonna suggestion we're gonna talk about good directors who have done um, bad action movies. So, before we can even get into bad action movies, I guess we'd have to define what a good action movie is. So, uh, what makes a good action movie? Like very straight to the point, I guess. There,
2: uh, pacing. A- action action movies need to be fast paced. Uh... Yeah,
1: they can't slow down. <laughs>
2: Yeah, exactly. They need to. They need to get going and stay going. You need. You need to feel like you're on a on a like a roller coaster ride the entire time. I I think. I think more than story, anything like even if it's a, a simple story, if it's fast paced and you're keeping me engaged the entire time, that's a good action movie.
0: Absolutely. Like uh, I think we were talking about this. Um, when did we see John Wick? It was so long ago, huh? Oh, last year, sometime <laughs> well, about yeah. That when, time. When, yeah, it was last year. God, it seems like. A different world. Um, it was. was it? <laughs> um, you and I, like, we were talking about how we weren't fans of action movies in yeah. general. So um that was actually kind of hard for me when I was thinking about, like, what, when I do like action movies, what do I like about them? So I started thinking about when I was a kid. But then, you know, there's that tint of nostalgia. So I started thinking about current action movies like John Wick and Hobbes and Shaw and uh, Fast and Furious, why I don't like those movies. And, and Blake's right, like, pacing is super important. Um, characters are to me are very important in these types of movies like john wick is a badass hobbs and shaw are they're kind of badasses but even more importantly they're really funny and have good chemistry to me like uh the story like obviously i liked hobbs and shaw so i don't care that much about a story yeah. uh, uh it does have to keep moving because again hobbs and shaw is going to be my big example um towards the end like i started getting really tired of that movie like things have to get keep going but it has to be kind of short too I can only take so much. <laughs> the best action movies, they they kind of know when to end.
1: Yeah, but I mean, if you're, I think John Wick, I think after a certain point, I was like, man, this is a lot of killing. And I think that was my nitpick. <laughs> like, man, like, this is still going. Like, fuck, when is this going to be over? Like, He's I think not out of, bullets, like... Man, he <laughs> yeah, out of bullets, man. He doesn't Yeah, I, I, as much as I fucking love that movie, I felt like it, it may maybe I went a little bit too far. But yeah. I also have the same feeling with uh, Django Unchained, where I think it should have like cut, I think, an hour. I think that movie's like... Damn, an hour? Two, two Yeah, I think an hour. Because it still wow. goes on after like a huge, I think, the matching shootout. It still goes after that. And I was like, whew, boy. Man, that was a ride. Like, and I was already like... You know what? You're right, out, though. I, I would say Django feels
2: long. Yeah,
0: Django feels like a long movie when you watch it. It More does. so than other Quentin Tarantino movies. Uh because he, he does not make short movies.
1: Oh, and he doesn't. No, he doesn't.
0: But uh they don't feel the as long I I I'd say yeah, Django does feel like a long movie. Uh, whereas um even I'd say Jackie Brown is one of the less oh, popular ones. Oh. That I one doesn't
2: love Jackie Brown.
0: Yeah, Jackie Brown, that one and uh not quite a not quite an action movie, but uh that one it's probably as long as Django, right? It's, it's up gotta there. It's got
2: to be at least two and a half hours long, yeah.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't feel n- anywhere near as long because Django does. And you're right, Danny. After the whole mansion shootout, it is kind of like, like it's still good, but it's like, okay, like, um, I'm kind of tired of seeing Jamie Foxx. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah,
1: right. and, and, and I'm saying that like, Django is not a bad. And I I don't think Quentin. No, Quentin's, it's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I it's don't good. think he's made like a. I really thought about it too. was like, no, I think he's really made like. Solid films, I feel that's my major nitpick about that movie. But, like,
0: yeah.
1: I, I feel like, like, Michael Bay, like, if we're speak, like, talking about like action films, like, Michael Bay has, like, some doozies. Like, and.
0: <laughs> that can be taken in so many ways. Like, every, so many different people will take that in so many different ways. <laughs> uh,
1: like, you know, he has good doozies and bad doozies. And I feel like Pearl Harbor, Pearl Harbor is, like, a really bad doozy like dude like that was supposed to be a world war ii action film you know we had great set pieces and then it just like blows like does michael bay you know blows the shit out of it and it's not in any way i guess respectful to (laughs) <laughs> what happened
0: to to your time?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, is there uh, any is there any director that's like Michael Bay? Like, because you guys actually had to remind me when we were talking about last week. He's a director that actually did not just good action movies. There, there's some classics actually, like Bad Boys, uh, The Rock. If you're a certain age, very very popular movie. Like, he's done such a horrible job over the course of the past uh, decade and a half that I totally forgot about how all the good that he had done. Are there any directors who are like that that have done such a horrible job? And maybe it was just one movie that totally ruined them that they completely erased any good that they did. James Cameron.
1: Yeah, I was going to say James Cameron Cameron is like he has. Oh, I don't.
2: Bro, I don't know if he has much credo left.
1: Yeah, like so, I think. So, everybody fucking talks about like how, like, I was in that same ship. Like, Avatar is like the greatest thing ever, you know? Like, if you're fucking stoned. But, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. And I've know... been stoned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, you know, technically speaking, it's a great film. But other than that, it's just a normal, like, you know, it's not that good. And, I mean, yeah. It's, yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to think, like, you know, like, action pieces and, uh, I can't even tell you what's memorable about that movie. Now, talk. Let's talk about like True Lies. Like you know, that was a James Cameron fucking film. That's a goofy fucking movie, man. That's like a goofy fucking movie. But you can remember when there's a fucking missile going towards a fucking terrorist. <laughs> You're right.
2: You're right. <laughs> there were so many f bombs in that like five second span. That's
0: Sorry. yeah. I'm trying to get over all Sorry, that. Everybody.
2: Me, <laughs> Sorry, everybody.
0: Uh, Uh, yeah James you know who's dangerously close to that he always tries to bring himself back from I think is uh, the two of them kind of go together to me is Ridley Scott yeah Yeah, he walks a very thin line sometimes he walks a very thin line but I think it's because Alien like when you have that on your resume like whatever you do is forever going to be compared to that in one fashion like Thelma and Louise and Alien obviously no relation whatsoever right No but i mean there's always going to it's in his filmography. So. Well
2: right and th- that's James Cameron's thing. It's, it, Terminator and Terminator 2 basically, you know, you nice. know, if you do you, it's like appetite for destruction, man. Like you 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 did your best work first. And <laughs> so like it's going to be hard to like come back after that. Um uh, uh truly i would say.
0: Yeah, really 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 tough. I mean um they uh James Cameron is actually a really good one because It's funny, I think we've fallen franchises. I think one of the first ones, those are the ones, right? Alien and and uh Terminator, those are the two. But uh, I think Ridley Scott has gotten a lot less flack than James Cameron has, but uh, James Cameron also comes off as an ass,
2: (laughs) yeah. (laughs) It's like he got real rich and like he just completely got like he's like one of those guys you can tell money changed him,
1: (laughs) yeah,
0: completely, yeah.
1: And, And I feel like he like. Like uh, James Cameron kind of like stopped making a lot of films because he's like trying to make the science a lot better, and okay. I feel like Ridley Scott's like, well, all right, like you know, we're gonna book, fucking do Robin Hood, let's do that, you know. <laughs> Dude, that movie's pretty cool. <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of it. I thought it's, yeah. really <laughs> you know, I've seen too many already at this point. I was like, all right, okay, yeah, yeah no, I, I, I enjoyed but it. like, like you know, Ridley Scott, I, I fucking loved the, the Martian, like I really did. I, I thought was it was, That's I weird. was. A, so I thought it was really – I think he has good movies, but, man, when he has a, a stinker, there's there's a stinker what? in there.
0: <laughs> when he drops the ball, he lets it wander off. Yeah. yeah. Totally,
1: totally.
0: So um, what makes a bad action movie? We've kind of talked about – we've thrown out some names of directors and movies here, but what are some characteristics of, uh, characteristics of a bad action movie? Um, I personally think, like, the – reliance, and we talked about it with Michael Bay, like, the reliance on the big set, like, explosion after explosion – Fight scene after fight scene, and um, actually Blake talked about bad comedy previously. Um, just the corny jokes like that yeah. will kill an action. Like an, an action movie, a bad action movie, it can have the pacing, it can have the 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 lack of story because it has like the characters that you think you're gonna like. But um, if the, if it's just relying on set piece after set piece, it wears mm-hmm. thin really really quickly
2: yeah i yeah. definitely i would say that the thing that makes a great action movie will be the writing you know it, you do want all those those fun set pieces and all the big explosions. i want all that i want all that mm-hmm. but like i need the 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 thread and the and the web that keeps it all together to be entertaining and something i can get behind and um even if it's minimal i want the writing to be good
1: yeah and i think i think you explained it once with Hobbs and shaw Like, you know, like, you can't tell, you can't really tell what happened, but because the action just keeps, keeps on going, you know, I think, I, I, because I, I guess, like, with a movie like Die Hard with a Vengeance, which I, you know, I, I really like, you know, you're getting backstory with the the characters, you know, like, you know, Bruce Willis, John McClane is like a complete, like, shithole, you know, Uh, he's back in New York, he's just the worst now, and there's a guy that wants vengeance, like, for kill, for, because he killed his fucking brother, you know, and I feel like that I was already like invested, but I feel like I guess like Sh- Hobson Shaw like like what what we're trying to stop a bad guy like that was the thing because he wanted it was like a superhero. Oh no, 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 it's, it's the, the, the virus. Family. Yeah, it, get, she yeah, gets
2: the family. virus. Oh, the virus.
0: She, she injects it into her. Oh yeah, because... no,
2: his her his family. I meant the other family. Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway.
0: <laughs> oh, you meant the Vin Diesel family in quotes, <laughs> whereas Jason Statham, who is. I think he's Shaw. He's actually trying to help his sister. Vin because she... Did you just
2: call The Rock Vin Diesel? Dude, he's going to kick your ass for that. No, no, because <clears> they,
0: they call themselves family, don't they? Like the the the, the Fast and Furious people.
2: Oh, do they? Ah, uh, dude. Yeah, I'm...
0: they're the family.
2: Oh, do they? Yeah. Fucking... Oh. Uh, yeah.
1: whatever. See, like... So, Spoiler
0: I guess alert. Austin Shaw's like, the only yeah. Fast
2: and Furious movie I've ever seen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. yeah. And see, and, uh, and so... It's the go. only like, good one, just throwing it out there.
1: It, and that's what we're saying, like... You... There's very minimal character development in that movie, which is fine, you know, because everything else is, like, explosions and just fun fest. Yeah. Uh, but, like, you know, like, I don't care. Like I get. But and, think about, like, Predator, dude. Like, Predator,
2: yeah. those are all super stereotype characters, but they're all badass, and they're all fleshed out, you know, like... Yeah. Each one of them gets their little bit, and that's all you need.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, with very minimal writing, yeah. uh, you get a very good idea of what type of character they are, their motivations to an extent. You, Well, actually not to an extent. You completely understand the motivations. And there's hardly any time at all spent with uh, even Dutch. I mean, the writing's not that deep. But you still know what it's all about. Wait, uh,
1: the movie with Dennis uh, – fuck, Ed O'Neill? Ed O'Neill? Dutch. Dutch, oh, right? You said – He's in Predator. Oh, I'm sorry. Hurt. Like,
0: right, that does... thing? yeah, yeah, totally.
1: yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. No, it's just like I, you I like two '80s movie just came into my head, and I was like, oh, Whoa, man, wait. the
0: action-packed Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> Danny,
1: I love you. Oh, you oh, know
0: boy. what? We we should also mention that when it comes to action movies, because um, I'm like I said, I'm kind of stuck in recent ones because Predator, I love Lethal Weapon is great, oh, but those oh, are man. like from my childhood. Okay. But recently, uh, Atomic Blonde was. An amazing, amazing action movie. Yeah. And I thought she was, it's, it's, uh, the stunts are cool. The story is really cool. But, um, uh, the character, I mean, I, I think it's based on a graphic novel. Super well written. Very well written. Yeah. Know, the, the movie's
1: well
2: written, but the that, book is super boring. Is that right? Well, yeah. shit. Well, okay. Well, that, that actually ties in exactly what I was about to say. So there, there are a few things that I've saw, so on like some lists as I was looking at this kind of stuff up um what's a movie from a director that like that has been panned that like critically wasn't loved but you liked oh and i'll start i'll start danny boyle did a movie an adaptation of a book called the beach which i fucking love the beach and it is an action movie there's definitely some action parts and uh, psychedelic shit but like i personally i fucking love the story and I, i thought the book was or the movie was cool uh are there are there some directors that have pumped out some shit that, that you loved but nobody else did?
0: Hmm, that's a good question. I, I, I'll put some thought onto it, but I can't answer really quickly, like broadly, with movies that critics don't like that I love. And I think I've mentioned this before, but the guiltiest of guilty pleasures, I love the not-another-movies, not-another-teen-movie, <laughs> not another, <teen> <laughs> not not another, another game movie oh, not not-another-date-movie, oh, not-another-disaster-movie. I, I don't care. I love them they they're, <laughs> like, they're they're corny poorly acted the jokes are generally outdated and stupid i'm usually while i'm watching them, i'm like oh my god this is like so this is the worst thing i don't know if i genuinely enjoy myself while i'm watching <laughs> but man when there's a, I mean there hasn't been a new one in way man. too long someone That's has to insane. get up on that
2: same for me, but with uh, Puppet Master in the title. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not another Puppet Master movie.
2: Yeah, not another Puppet
0: Master. Oh my gosh! If they, were
1: oh, live.
2: you're welcome, Blue or Full Moon Entertainment.
0: <laughs> you know what's a movie? Now this is a big time cheat, but it's a. Uh, And I guess this would work for, well, um, he's a very well-known director and a very popular movie. So I'm going to kind of go the opposite way with uh, Blake's question. And it is a cheat, but uh, Francis Ford Coppola's The Outsiders, very popular movie. Coppola is a very, very respected director. Uh, And the movie is very good. However, if you watch the extended cut, you'll see why his career never really blossomed to what it could have been. Cause it's very pretentious, it's long-winded, it's incredibly boring. Like um,
2: today, I learned Francis Ford Coppola directed The Outsiders. Same, <laughs> fucking same. Was he not the one who directed sing. it? No, he picked? was, dude. I had no, oh, I had idea. no idea. Either, I've yeah. seen that movie a hundred oh, god. times.
0: My my heart just skipped right now. I was like, oh my god, did <laughs> fucking Ridley Scott direct this? <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Uh, T.S. Hinton Hint, wow. Hint, Hint, Hint,
2: Hint, right?
0: wrote it, but yes. yeah,
2: the
0: the movie is so S.E. Hinton. S- he, S- he yes, so, so I knew I'd get something wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I it. the the um, the the extended cut. Now, the actual the, what they whoever cut it up did an excellent job because it's a very good movie. Um, but do do not watch the extended cut of it because you're thinking you're going to get a look into the and and I guess it's something of an action movie, action drama, kind of. <laughs> If uh, you think you're going to get a look inside the mind of a genius, I mean, I guess in an ex- to an extent you are, but that's not necessarily a good thing. So.
2: Also, C. Thomas Howell looks the oldest out of everybody now,
0: and that is horrifying. <laughs> He's a pony boy, right? Yeah, that's pony yeah, boy. That, that that is crazy.
2: Well, nobody's going to look better than Rob
0: Lowe. Uh,
1: to, I guess, answer Blake's question, I I, I I guess I have a really hard time with that, but I would say, like, The Losers. I'm not sure if you guys ever saw that movie but it came out around the same time as the A-Team remake movie or reboot, whatever.
2: Oh, shit.
1: Yeah, so I think that one got more, the A-Team got more of attention, but... uh, uh but it, Dude, what a cast! Let me read it <laughs> off real quick.
2: Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yep.
1: Yeah.
2: Zoe Saldana. Mm-hmm. Chris Evans. Chris mm-hmm. Evans, excuse me. Idris motherfucking Elba. man. Mm-hmm. And that's all
1: you need to hear? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's based off a comic book, a uh, Vertigo comic book. Uh, you know, I don't no, don't remember anything. I never read the book, but I thought this was a really good jumping on point for it. But I think, like, the critics just weren't fans of it because the A-Team was doing something similar. But Jesus Christ, like, when you have, like, you know, Dude. a similar storyline or similar, a team that's inspired by it, of course it's going to act like it,
0: you know? hmm that's true, and, and you know, you know, a director. I think we should mention. And I know a few weeks ago we spent a lot of time defending him, but I think he really fits in this category of um, good and bad action movies. But uh, Joel Schumacher. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He uh, and I, I, we we defended him a few, but I mean, fact of the matter is, he does have some. Uh, well, he has some doozies, as Danny would say. He has some. <laughs> he, has some he has some stinkers in there. He does.
1: And it's, and it's very true. You know, You, I guess you can't really look away from the, Bat, The I guess, his, what, three Batman movies. But it's also because parents didn't want, you know, a Batman to be very, very dark. And I guess parents, baby boomers only remembered Batman a certain way. And that's a comical, a, you know, a comical one, a yeah. family friendly one. And, you know, it's the 90s. Everything was super violent at one point, And I guess we wanted to see less violence. But, you know. I can respect what he did with the yeah. Batman movies. I really about. enjoyed them, yeah. I really enjoyed them. And yeah, I mean, they're doozies, but we were there. I mean, we were also kids at the time. And I think people tend to forget that when you were children, you were, you couldn't wait to see this, these movies, you know? You wanted to see Schwarzenegger as freaking Freeze. That oh, was, yeah. That's yeah. awesome, you know? Umar yeah. yeah. Thurman.
2: Well, that's, yeah. a good, that's a good point. I, so growing up, and like, let's end on like maybe let's end. I don't know how close we are to the end, but like, let's let's be positive here. What what what's to you? What's a what's like the perfect uh, action movie?
0: Oh, good question. Perfect action movie. Um, I'll keep it recent, but uh, I'll say that the John Wick movies—they're um, straight into the point. And and Danny is right actually. I'd say the most recent one is a hell of a lot of fun hell of a lot of fun but um I, it can get a little over the top but uh the the, the first one where there's it's still kind of contained it's it's crazy but it hasn't it hasn't gone too over the top yet yeah. so, but uh you do get you get a well-fleshed out character very strong motivation in it mm-hmm. um it's kind of ridiculous uh, with with the puppy, but uh, that's just kind of adds to the story, and it kind of tells more about what kind of person he is. And then, of course, with the hotel and everything, it just becomes really – it's a really um, – recently, I'd say that's as close to a, a perfect action movie, but I mean, if I had – I, I used to love – the Lethal Weapon movies. We yeah, Lethal
1: Weapons. Hard to, hard to beat. <laughs> Those are really fun movies. Yeah. Yeah. Danny, Danny, what about you? You, you know, I was thinking of like gun fu movies, and because again, John Wick. I again, I do agree. It's like the most perfect. You know, uh, I'm gonna go a little bit off, a little bit. I guess like Kick Ass, as ridiculous as <laughs> a comic. <laughs> that huh? movie is. I really do enjoy that, I, and I feel <laughs> as bad
0: as the sequel is. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. It's such a fun movie. You, you know. It does a lot better than the actual comic book, and I, it, it, it's believable. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh
2: well, fuck. Uh, that's a great pick. That's a great pick. Uh, I'm gonna have to say Keanu gets a uh, gets two out of three here, because I'm gonna go back to 1994, guys. Speed. Speed. Uh, Speed is one of the best, if not the best, action movie. Fight you know me.
0: What's... We we huh? didn't talk about this so much, but what speed does that you don't always get in action movies is tension. I mean, yeah, totally by by no. definition. I mean, it's you know, it's it's gonna be a tense movie even. Absolutely. Oh shit! Yeah. Did we lose Pat? I think we lost Pat. What? Oh. I'm right here. Oh, there he is. Oh, Okay. Oh, dude, you cut, cut out at the, right cut at the very yeah. end of what you were saying. Oh, it's a it's it's a tense movie by definition. <laughs> yes, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Speed, really, really good. Uh, the, we're talking about the one on the bus, not on the boat, right? <laughs> oh, yes, correct. <laughs> Same like director, Speed, actually. Too. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> and which was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's the the main dude from uh, Lost Boys, is the
0: uh, yeah. That's uh, what's his name? Jason Patrick. Jason Patrick, yes. uh, also in Rush, which I still yes. seen. <laughs> Um, but uh. Speed has Dennis Hopper. Oh, one
2: of the (laughs) best villains ever. Dennis
0: Hopper. There's no bad movie if Dennis Hopper is the bad guy. No, absolutely. Case closed. (laughs) Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet. There you go. Um, Every Saturday, you can find us here. Um, The rest of the week, you can go to adventuresandportays.com where you can find all our podcasts. Um, You can also catch up with the reviews. Like right now, as we were talking about earlier, lots of uh, Fantasia coverage so go ahead and check that out um also you can go to youtube looks at dot 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 we cover all kinds of stuff on there this week we're going to cover a mystery thriller called the bay of silence and you can always get quick and dirty with us on youtube too but uh check it out
1: and while you're checking us out uh you can follow us also over Adventures in Movies on Twitter over at AIPT Movies. Or you can follow us individually. You can find Nathaniel or Pat, as I like to call him, on Instagram at Nathan Port-Taste. You can find me, Danny, on Twitter and Instagram at default underscore player. And you can find Blake, <laughs> the mailman.
0: <laughs>
1: call
0: below on
1: 4-Eyed
2: <laughs> Horror. That's right. at Horror. Don't talk to me. Uh, <laughs> next week... <laughs> No, please do. <laughs> Next week, uh, we're going to be doing some <laughs> Academy Award-winning directors who may have dropped the ball on a couple movies. Please tune in for that.
0: And you can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find this on Spotify. You can go to the website. You might be able to go to Spotify, but uh, wherever you listen to us, make sure to give a rating or just tell a friend to listen. And that's a cute We'll talk to you next week. Send it and forget.